Hello and welcome to VC Social Podcasts. My name is Jason Brock. I'm a contributor to VC Social and I'm proud to be able to bring you an audio interview conversation I had with artist Kara Lasell Bonowitz, who is the exhibitor for Current in the Shadows in the New Media Gallery. The uh, exhibit survived the pandemic and uh, I got a chance to speak with her in the gallery. And so without further ado, here we go. Um, enjoy the listen. So I'm here in the New Media Gallery with artist Kara Lasell Bonowitz. And we're looking at her exhibition called Current in the Shadows. And it's been in the gallery for a little over a year because of the pandemic. The, the show was launched pre-pandemic and then everything shut down and the show stayed in the gallery and now we're opening back up and we open back up with your show. You did an artist talk last week here. And so I just wanted to ask you a few questions um, about your experience with this show and, uh, and what you're doing after the show and uh, whatever else you'd like to talk about. So uh, here is Kara, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> I'm so glad that we're here right now because I've been wanting to talk to you about this um, since I came back to the campus and saw that your pieces were still here. And I wasn't quite sure if I was going to get the chance to, so we're here and I'm, I'm yeah. fortunate for that. No, it's, it's nice for me too just to sit down and actually take some time looking at the pieces again. It's yeah. been a while. I've been in the space, but I haven't really just sort of sat and looked at them in a while. So can you tell the listeners uh, current in the shadows, what, what does that mean to you and, and why is the show called that? Well, the show's called that. I'll start with that part of the question. Um, because even though I'm working with a particular medium. In this case, it's predominantly seaweed, and it is very much about working with the seaweed. One of the things that I find the most interesting about the work, or one of the things that I discovered while I was making the work, is that it casts these really intriguing shadows. And that sort of became as important, if not more important, than the the physical piece itself. And I really wanted to emphasize that through the title. And in terms of the whole phrase, current in the shadows, I was thinking a lot about movement, about the ebb and flow of, of different experiences. I was thinking about current almost as like a through line um, that connects all of the work. And um, I was thinking of that as this way of expressing how all of the shadows come together in some sense of, of commonality. I, I have to think that being collecting the seaweed has something to do with that as well as, as, as far as like being, I, I can imagine you being on the beach collecting and, and thinking about the things that you just expressed about the show, 
but as you were gathering the materials. Mm, yeah, well, that's, yeah, I guess it's one of those things that's so, I'm so used to it that I forget to, to mention that as part of it. But yeah, absolutely, the current does have something to do with, like, the, the seaweed that literally is, like, washed up or washed back out, and not knowing from day to day, you know, when I go to collect seaweed, will there actually be seaweed there? Right. So it's a, it's, it's a constant flow. Yeah, it's a constant flow, and it's completely, I mean, it's predictable in some senses, but very much out of my control in a lot of other ways. I, I am struck by the play of light on your pieces in the gallery. The shadows are amazing, and they add a depth that I feel, I kind of feel like I'm in a natural environment, even though I'm in a gallery. And I, I, uh, your work definitely brings to me a sense of nature, um, and I think it's very, uh, it's very timely with what we're going through globally. Mm -hmm. um, and to be able to experience that in a gallery setting is amazing. I, I, um, I think that my 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 um, take on it was. Wow, there's there's a lot of different levels to this show because one, it sat here in you know not being seen for a year, so um, the 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 shadow part of your title kind of played out in a really strange way in that sense too, right? Yeah, yeah, you couldn't. It was plan, literally in the shadows. That. <laughs> <laughs> really conceptually came full circle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you think about that at all when you when what were your thoughts as you know as experience because that was a very very uh, um, different experience having a show go up and then shut down and then come back up right I mean mm -hmm. that's not typical no um, when when it first opened that was like days before everything shut down and there was an opening but it was a very awkward opening. Um, and when it shut down, I think, I mean, initially, none of us had any understanding of the scope of what was about to happen. So I wasn't in a place where I was um, like either grieving or lamenting this lost opportunity. It was just, oh, maybe in a week, maybe in two weeks, at some point it'll reopen and that'll be great. Um, and of course, as it went on, it became clear that like, there was no way to anticipate when that would happen. And I think it was, it was really months later that I started to kind of wrestle with my own thoughts about the meaning of making so much work with the hopes of sharing it with others and then really not being able to do that. And does that impact my desire to create work as an artist? Essentially, how important is an audience? Um, so I, I did find myself grappling with that. I also struggled to make new work because I never really had the opportunity to see how um, my most recent work was functioning or how people were responding to it. Um, and I sort of lost that opportunity to reflect on it. I honestly wasn't, I didn't make any connection between the title 
right. and the experience of it. I was so much in my own head about, right. about everything that was happening, but it is nice to hear that and actually think, yeah, it really was. I mean, it sat in the darkness yeah. um, for a very long time. And, and what was it like coming, coming back to it? Well, I, I, I'm now realizing that the actual pieces have shifted a bit. I mean, I work with seaweed, highly organic material. Some of the colors have faded. Some of it is more dehydrated, so it's not as voluminous as it was before. However, the shadows are, I mean, unless I'm missing something, like they're exactly the same which is kind of interesting to think of that as like the most ephemeral part of this show has ended up being the constant. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, and it reminds me in the description of the show, two words stuck out in my mind, uh, beauty and decay. And so we're kind of experiencing that. Mm-hmm. We are, and it was... Um... I, I write about my work that way, and I step into it knowing that that's part of what I'm doing. But this is the first time that I've actually had to live it and really experience it. So to answer your earlier question, like what was it like coming back into the gallery after all that time? It was really disappointing. It was really hard to see the way that the work was changing. Maybe... Um, yeah, maybe not despite, but actually because of the fact that I have really embraced this notion that it's going to change and said that I was okay with it, but then really being confronted with that experience, I was trying to have my doubts. (laughs) Yeah, not wanting it to change quite so much. And, you know, it hasn't changed that dramatically, but it's enough. And sometimes I also wonder, you know, how much of this has actually changed and how much have I changed? Mm. And the work is actually more or less exactly as it was, but I'm just seeing it more critically or I'm not as excited about certain components in it or I've, I've moved on to, to make new work. So it's, it's a complicated one to answer and to really piece out what has changed, what hasn't, how much of this is based on where I am in my own practice. That's why I like uh, spending time in a gallery, being able to look at work like yours, because um, there's just a sense of time. And I noticed when uh, you came in today, you were, you were saying, um, that you were taking the time to kind of just reflect on everything that's in the, in the gallery now because it's, it's going to come down soon. And uh, I think, well, there's two questions that I have for you from what you just said. One, one was, um, you are moving on. You, you've, 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 you're already on to new things. I've noticed that there's maybe more color in some of the pieces that you've been producing lately. I wanted to ask you yeah, about that. Yeah, um, I have. I've started using um, other mediums in combination with the seaweed. Um, so, I mean, the three brightest pieces in the gallery, which were, they were in the show initially, but I sort of amped them up and heightened the color a bit and the vibrancy since they were last 
installed. Those three involve paper mache. Um, and I'm getting really excited about this investigation into what happens when I really disrupt the, the pure seaweed narrative. Mm. And I mean, there, there are moments where I've disrupted it in some of the older work, but really trying to insert more of that into, into pieces going forward. That's something I'm really excited about. I like breaking up, I mean, the color palette, the, um, the structure, the scent, like the heaviness of the work or like making it feel denser in some ways. I like this opportunity to work at different paces and create work that, that has a certain level of spontaneity in it as a way of, I mean, maybe thinking about time some more and yeah. different ways to pull that into it, but I'm definitely expanding the, the vocabulary in terms of the mediums and the color palette. I like it. It's the juxtaposition of the, the medium and also the color palette is, is striking, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing more of your new, new work. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm, I'm like ready to get going. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, we've been, you know, like, like it feels kind of like the world kind of had a comma put in it and, and, and uh, on all levels. So sometimes that's the, the jump starting off of new, for new places to go, right? Yeah, yeah. The other question I wanted to ask you uh, related to what you were saying is um, the, the disappointment factor in making art. Um, what would you offer as advice to other artists, student artists, people that are going through maybe the same similar thing that you've gone through as far as, as getting through that disappointment? I think the best thing to do is to not take it too seriously. Yeah. And like, just kind of accept the fact that you are going to feel disappointed and it's, it's okay. And maybe, in fact, it's a good thing because it means that you're still inspired and there are other things that you want to make and other directions you want to take your work in. Um, I, I've encountered it so often that it's almost like a friend now. Right. Like, I know it's coming. I'm like, all right, I'm a little bit bummed. And, and you're just riding this wave of sort of almost like a love-hate relationship with your work. And that's, um, it's, it's very normal. And so does the new, the new work that you're producing, does that help you get through the, the ebbs and flows of, of the emotional Yeah, ride? well, I, I think it helps to have something that I'm excited about, something yeah. else that is pulling me back into the studio. Um, and, and then I'll also say, you know, having older work that's sitting in my studio now, there's something nice about returning to those really old pieces that maybe initially I liked them, maybe about a week later I didn't like them, and I put them away, and now years later I can appreciate them again. Mm. And I've had that distance from them that really helps me just enjoy them for what they are. And so I think having a few pieces like that in my, sort of in my recent memory, having them on hand is a, a nice reminder 
that I'll probably have a similar relationship to the work that I'm disappointed with now. I was just going to ask you that. Do you, do you feel like, you know, five years out or whatever, that you'll come back to this show and, and see it differently with more appreciation or more clarity or... Yes, I do. I do. I'm sure, I mean, there'll still be things where I'm like, no, nah, maybe I wanted to do that differently, right. right? But I do think in five, five to ten years, I'll, I'll have the, the benefit of time to see what this meant in a sort of a larger chronology of my work. I think so, too. Um, and I also think that even now I can say just from my limited experience in, in your work and in the show, um, it, it, really, it really strikes a chord, you know? It's, it's, um, it's local, but it's also global in the sense that it went through a, a, a major transition for the whole planet during and it was and it's something that like was personal to you and and personal to me I helped put the show together with Jesse uh Jesse Groves the gallery director who we love Jesse yeah Jesse's <laughs> awesome <laughs> so thank you Jesse and um I it's a it's an amazing show I'm so glad that I got the opportunity to work with Jesse and you and to be here to see this because it was it was a unique experience and um very much appreciate your talent and your time. Thank you. Thanks, Jason. So this show is coming down, but we can see your work at your studio in Ojai? Yep, yep. Okay. I have um, really inconsistent <laughs> open studio hours, but um, I am planning an event for early December. Um, the best way at the moment to find out about that is on Instagram or to get on my mailing list, okay. um, which you can do through my website. But um, yeah, so I'll have that, that event in December and then another show in Santa Barbara in May, which is a ways out, but there are other things coming up. Cool, we can, uh, we'll, we'll post uh, your website and the socials and stuff okay. with this recording and uh, blog post on VC Social. And, um, what was there? Was there, there was another question I had for you. I have a lot of questions for you, but I'm probably not going to get them to them all right now. <laughs> um, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, yeah, Jason. I really this appreciate really, it. It was um, really fun for me, too. Okay, we'll talk mm -hmm. soon. All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Current in the Shadows, a conversation with artist Kara Lasell Bonowitz here at VC Social Podcasts. You can listen to this, you can read the article, and you can find out more about what's going on with BC Social, Ventura College, arts, sports, happenings, all of that and more right here on our website, vcsocial.biz. You can also follow us on Instagram. You can listen to more podcasts on Anchor. And we also have a Twitter account. So come check us out. Thanks for listening. Take care.